Time now for the Voice of the Land on the Big Play Network with your host, Kevin Arnold and Always Positive Jay. Well, it's only been three weeks, but it feels so good to be back in the Voice of the Land studios this weekend. Plus, coming in after finally finding Pineapple Dole Whip in Cleveland, Ohio. I finally felt some of that Disney magic in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm amped up. I'm ready to go. So is my partner across the table. That is always positive. Jay. Great to see you, my friend. It's been, what, three weeks, two weeks, too long? Yeah. I mean, we did see each other earlier today, but for the most yeah. part, yeah, about three weeks. Yeah. Back in studio where we belong. We'll get into that here in a little bit. And, of course, behind the proverbial glass, it is our producer extraordinaire. Audio might be here. Don't know, but you'll hear his voice throughout the show. One of the main reasons we are known as the voice land right here on the Big Play Network, and of course, also partnered with LPV Productions. We are brought to you tonight by Vector Technical. They always get the right person in the right job the first time. More information on them to come as well. We got a lot to get into tonight. We're going to talk Browns because training camp opens, so you got you to gotta talk Browns. Can we talk football? Maybe? We'll answer that coming up in a, in a little while. We'll also talk Guardians baseball, the trade deadline coming up on Tuesday, guys. Uh, will they make a move? Will they stand pat? Buyers, sellers, answer those questions and more tonight. But first, how the heck are you guys? W what have you been up to, Jay? Oh, what have I been up to? Oh, I just only bought a house and redid a kitchen and bathroom in, I think, 12 days and, finally, and moved into a new house and completely exhausted, but I'm finally getting my energy back and being here helps a lot. Didn't you have to, like, revamp like, everything Everything from the cabinets all the way, ripped the floor up to the subfloor and redid every last thing in the kitchen and did the exact same thing in the bathroom. And it's I'll tell you this much. If you got the money, pay someone to do it because it is way more work than I remember doing that. I never want to do this again. But it came out great. I mean, I love the way it looks. And I, we could say that we did it all ourselves and pretty much and. Yeah, it just costs a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, because Jan and I are looking at at houses and trying to get our first house together, but we're kind of at the point, money wise, where we don't have that ability. Like our second home, we'd be willing to some of these ones we see that are pretty much fixer uppers. We can't really do that. We're looking for ones that are ready to move in now. So if anybody out there, there's you know real estate agents that. Sponsorships are open. DMs are open at VT underscore pod. One thing I've learned doing this is the things that just add up that are so expensive. Yeah. The handles for new dress, like when you get new cabinets, just the handles and like knobs. Oh, yeah. That's a hundred something bucks. Yeah. You get a, got a new uh, shower head and all that equipment. That's a hundred something bucks. Sink, 200 bucks. The, the faucet goes on the sink. That's another hundred bucks. Like all those little things you don't think of, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I'm like, man. I appreciate my parents so much more after all this. <laughs> yeah, the house project is just I, more power to you. I'm sorry I didn't make it out there. It's just like things are. We're, we've both been extremely busy. Yeah, I, time is not 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 been on our side. So I'm glad that we got to go out and get some of the the golf footage film. We did that with Ed mm -hmm. Ruper, who is now we found out Peter we or audio. Sorry, we found out is the. New director, because he got a name tag, so he's got to be official, right? I okay. Mean, right? Um, so we'll, we'll we'll talk on that. But Peter, what have you been up to? What have you, what have you and the Telops been up to? Oh my God, I, I it's hard to even think about what we've been up to. It's just <laughs> been a crazy summer. I mean, we uh, hit Cedar Point a few times. Actually, the uh, family went on Friday. I had to work, 
Uh, they went Friday evening out there, and uh, we were doing some uh, volunteer work over at the Lake County Fair yesterday, helping mm. helping park cars for uh, raise a fundraiser for the band. And then today I was over in Solon filming the uh, the home day spray when I got a call from Jay saying, <laughs> "Do you need any help?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> sure, I think we got a little miscommunication the there. In this one. <laughs> So yeah. I got yeah we got to this golf outing and I thought that we were just doing a live show like we we're doing the tonight's show there pretty much and I'm like oh Peter where you at I'll help you unload he's like I'm at a parade I'm like what do you mean you're at a parade he's like yeah you got, you were gonna record I'm like well how do I set up a live show and he's like Kevin gets like no man we're just recording like like your tales of tail game. Oh, that's so much easier. Thank well, God. Well, I was so, I'm, like I said, I've been so hectic. You, I had yeah, no idea been, what was going you've on. I'm been like, so busy. Like, wait, what? <laughs> it was a heck of a trek out there. So we were out, out oh, at, yeah. at we'll, we'll just get into it. We were out at Greyhawk Golf Club in LaGrange, Ohio, which is about 50 minutes from, from Wycliffe. So it would have been like an extra like 10, 15 for you, Peter, from, okay. from Mentor. But it, easy drive going straight, mm-hmm. straight across, um, and a beautiful, beautiful golf course, golf club. They had two weddings there today, like in the main oh, wow. area. So, you know, Ed and his wife were registering the golfers for the USAM tour here in Cleveland. If you want more information on them and you want to get involved, usamtour.com. Uh, and you can kind of search by region, USAM tour Cleveland on a, a lot of social media sites. Um, and we got to interview a few of the golfers, but they weren't only able to be in the pro shop for that. You couldn't kind of go through the whole, uh, whole golf club because they had a wedding that was going to like end at two. And they had one starting right after it pretty yeah, much. It was like an hour to switch things over and, and do another wedding at, at three. Uh, now Which we, I was disappointed because the first thing I ask, of course, is, all right, what's the best food to order at this place? They're like, yeah. well, you're not going to get that menu. We got the, uh, stand open. I'm like, oh. Well, I'll get a hot dog. <laughs> and it was a really good hot dog, though. Yeah, it's, uh, Sebastian, if you're listening, Greyhawk, great hot dogs. Shout out, Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're well, buddy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll, we're going to play some of that footage next week, kind of like the Tales from Tailgate that we had during the Brown season. Um, I interviewed a few golfers. I know uh, Todd Krebs, Matt Herrig, great, great guys, great interviews, gave great tips for, for new golfers. Uh, got a chance to talk to Ed again, so you know, friend to show, and um, you know, anything that we can do to do to help him. I just can't wait for everyone to see the eleventh hole. That was such a gorgeous oh, hole. Like, yes. And then the one guy, I wish we'd have had on recording because he went. It's a it's an island shot. You'll see, and he hit it, and it skimmed across the water, and went right into a uh, like a sewer pipe. He's like, I got it in the pipe. I'm like, Is that almost a hole in one, I guess. And I was two seconds away from having the camera out. I'm like, oh, I would have caught that on camera, but unfortunately. Yeah, uh, a lot of beautiful, beautiful golf holes at, at there. And, you know, I got a chance to drive the – I was driving Jay around in a, in a golf cart, Peter. All off-road adventures with Kevin Arnold today. It was <laughs> that, great. That, that actually sounds like fun. Oh, yeah, I mean, it, it was, was fun. It was a beautiful day today. I mean, it, it really was gorgeous. to be outside. Normally doing what it's... I've been doing all for the last two weeks, I was so happy just cruise around in the fresh air with Kevin in the golf cart, even though he – Pretty much would have hit every <laughs> single hole in the road, but look, there was there were holes I couldn't avoid. Hey, you guys know I popped the tire going to the airport on our honeymoon, so I found that pothole that morning. So you know I'm gonna find every so single. He's like a pothole magnet. Right? Yes. Just... It was still fun though. It was yeah. still fun. Oh yeah, it was it was really fun and a lot of a lot of good content. Um, and like like we said, I mean, it was so peaceful out there because 
Because, Peter, like, when you go out there, it's it's one of those points in Ohio where you've kind of gotten through the suburbs and, you know, kind of it's farmland. It, it's, it's houses. A lot of cornfields. Cornfields. Okay. Um, the golf course is kind of wrapped around a housing development, so really nice homes, but it looks like a suburb because they're pretty close close together. Um, you know, Jay was saying that uh, you know there's no, no didn't see any swimming pools in these backyards. Yeah, right? I was like, no one has swimming pools. I'm thinking, I'm like, well, yeah, they don't want like people Water having, hazard. <laughs> yeah. having like p- pool parties while people are trying to golf and stuff and being loud outside and stuff. I'm thinking it's like a development rule yeah. or something. Mm. Yeah. Well, could you live in a golf course? You know what? I have a I have a friend that built a house on uh, in a golf course down in Stowe, and during the pandemic, he actually put in a pool. Oh wow! In a ground pool, and he was down. I think his house is on the fairway. I forget which hole, but it's on the fairway, so you can see the green. Mm-hmm. So like from his backyard, you could actually like drop a couple balls and like try and chip off on you know. No, that'd be our nervous short... though. You'd be swimming, and if someone hits a bad shot, yeah. he's in the head. You're done. I'm I don't like... think I don't think he's gotten that many that you know that slice that far off into the into his yard but i don't know i like having like privacy in the backyard That's what i said you know yeah. i i like you're if you're sitting yeah. in your backyard i'm like these houses are absolutely gorgeous and they have beautiful like setups but if you're hanging out in your backyard everyone's just playing golf behind you i'm like right. i don't know if i'd really like that well, see, but if you're a golfer you probably love it in yeah. in my yard right i have on the sides i just have like chain link fence you know we have a fence in the yard for the dog and so, I know the neighbors to the side, you know, mm-hmm. but the neighbor behind me, I mean, I've lived in the house since like 2005. I've talked to him twice. Once, he was up on his roof sweeping the, the helicopters off his roof. Mm-hmm. The second time is because when I had to replace my fence, since it butts up against his property a little bit, I had mm-hmm. to have him sign and make sure that it was okay. That was the second time I talked to him in like, what, 12, you know, 15, 16 years, and I honestly I can't even remember what his name is. I think it's Scott. I don't even. That's <laughs> probably doesn't even start with an S. I mean, yeah, it might not. But honestly, you know, it's like I go in my backyard, yeah. and it's his house is right there. I can see his roof, mm-hmm. but I've got a, that privacy fence between our and it's. it's my great. new neighbor's name, Karen. <laughs> I was like, oh great, <laughs> but she's but, like the nicest lady. Uh, she doesn't have the Karen haircut though, right? No, she's yeah. she's a very nice lady though. But I was like, my my aunt told me, she's like, oh, yeah, you have Karen. She lives next door. I'm like, I have a Karen next door. Oh, great. <laughs> but she's literally a Karen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her name is. <laughs> she's not a mean lady. and Just follow you around a grocery store and yell at you. <laughs> there was there was a scene. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, the late, 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 uh, the late, late show with James Corden. Uh, I think it's CBS. It was like floating around the Internet where they did this scene with Tom Cruise and the people from Top Gun Maverick. And, uh, you know, James Corden is, like, playing, like, this goofy pilot. And he's supposed to be, like, one of the best. But he's, like, his call sign is Honey Butter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's he makes a comment about Karen, but in the way that Karen has become kind of the, you know, like, a name-calling type yeah. type thing. And one of the, like, actresses, you know, she breaks character. And she's like, I take offense to that. My real name's Karen. <laughs> <laughs> so... I don't know if like people if that's like a real thing or not, but they're like poking fun at that kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would love to get to know some neighbors here here soon. Hopefully, you guys will find your house. Ho- soon. Hopefully, hopefully something comes through. But I'm telling you, that area over there, even though they got the golf course there, the houses are close together. It is so peaceful. You get get out of the golf cart. We filmed like a hole, and just like just like the sound around you just felt like put you at put you at ease. Put you. 
in a calm state. So it's it's definitely a nice area, and really looking forward to kind of getting that footage out there Mm -hmm. we may or may not be doing a live show live remote show next week at a golf outing so it'd be perfect to do that no matter what no however we do a show next week we'll make sure to play that footage and uh, definitely reach out to ed ruper and usa us am tour cleveland on social media usamtour.com to learn more and see how you can join the tour as well a lot of great guys a lot of great people a part of that tour we're going to hit our first break of the night, though, because we got to get into the Browns. I think we've done a great job, probably not for what we need to do, but we've done a great job of not having to talk about every week. Just like I know people are getting sick and tired of when will Deshaun Watson news come out. Can we talk football? All those questions. We'll get into all of that next. Plus, you can vote on what the Browns field may look like this season. We've kind of a couple of us have put our votes in what's do you say? What did we say? We'll touch on all of that next, right here on The Voice of Land, the Big Play Network. Whether you're looking to hire new talent or start a new career, Vector Technical has you covered. Vector Technical is a 28-year-old staffing firm that has helped thousands of job seekers advance in their career with reputable partners throughout Northeastern Ohio. Vector Technical is more than just a temp agency. With an above average hire in rate of one in four candidates, Vector works hard to connect the right person with the right opportunity the first time. Vector Technical hires for skilled manufacturing and light industrial work and is sure to have a career that you've been looking for. To learn more, visit our website at www.vectortechnicalinc.com. Welcome back to The Voice of Land. Kevin Arnold, always positive, Jay, on the other side of the table. And, of course, audio, our producer extraordinaire behind that proverbial glass. We kind of caught up with each other because we haven't done a show all as a group it seemed like it was only been three weeks together ever in july i don't know did we either (laughs) i mean i was on vacation last week which was great in the state up in that state up north like it was still great because traverse city at the upper part of the lower peninsula like beautiful lakes i mean anything outside of detroit michigan is pretty nice dude yeah i mean we had to drive through ann arbor but that's okay because i mean i as much as i like to make fun of that school that is a beautiful city. It, I, well, have to say, I went through Ann Arbor, and I was wearing an A.J. Hawk jersey. Not a single person said a word to me, which I was shocked. But it, I got to say, it was a nice city. I don't care for the football team. No, no one but I'll, But I'll tell you what, there's the university itself. I mean, it's great. Their engineering like is yeah. really top-notch, and I hate to say that because... Right. But, but I mean, we're realistic on this with, show. Like, the academics... If someone chooses that school, and if and if someone got a scholarship to there and they were offered there and not Ohio State, you know, free ride and they they can go get a great education there. They should go get... to Tri C. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'd give them crap during football season. Of course. Oh no, yeah, I mean, and you have to. Like we met a a, a few fans. We kind of gave each other. Gave but that's each other what's crap. fun. It's yeah. not. We don't take it truly personal. We're not going to go to the next level. It's having opposing fans and being friends with that makes sports fun. Yeah. Like if you're everyone's a Browns fan. Who are you going to, like, mess with if, when you beat them, like, and vice versa? Like, that, you got to have fun with it. Yep. Plus, that state has mod pizza, so. <laughs> I've heard know. of that. I mean, our state does, too, and it's down in Columbus where Ohio State is, but I need one in Cleveland. They said they love Cleveland. They're going to – they responded to my tweet last week. They said they're going to take it to their – take it to their bosses. I need mod pizza here in Cleveland. I found my Dole Whip. 
I, I need the mod pizza. We got Barrio here, just like there is one in Traverse City. Wasn't as good as it is here. They weren't running things. They weren't running the ship the same way. We can touch on that later, too. But we know Cleveland is really known as a football town, though. And yes. we do need to talk football. Browns opened training camp this past Wednesday. First one open to the fans Who's yesterday. Who's one of the first ones in? Oh, that's right. Some guy wearing a, a great GV artwork shirt for Stranger Things, but one random dude just yelling as the he walked time. in. And oh, somehow wait. he comes out of nowhere. <laughs> you don't see him around the corner. And then some, somehow he ends up being the first one that goes by the camera, and he's the one getting the crowd hype. That is always positive, Jay. He found his way to the front. Oh, yeah. Thanks to my friend Rebecca, she had she was sitting up front from eight thirty in the morning. She calls, she's like, "Hey, I have an extra ticket. You want to go?" And I didn't. I was just exhausted. I'm like, and I'm telling Tiffany, I'm like, "Dude, I don't want to go." And she's like, "You're getting out of this house. You've been doing nothing but work, and you love football. Get out and go." I'm like, "Okay." So we get there, and she's way up front, right up front. She's mm. like, "Just go walk right up to the front." And I felt bad because there's this huge line down yeah. that road, and I'm just walking past all these people, and I just go right up to the front. The guy goes, oh, you guys are all going to be on camera. You're going to be on national television and everything. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be on camera? And that's how I got right up front when well, <laughs> they said well, that. Well, at least you have an outlet like here to get you used to that. I was, the only thing is I wish I would have known that would happen because I would have totally wore our T-shirt. Missed opportunity. It's all right. He had, he had the cards. He was passing them out. He's passing out the the uh, business cards for Voice of Land today too at nice. the golf course. So uh, yeah, Kevin tried calling me out. He's like, did you bring your cards? I'm like, yeah, I did. Did you? He's like, I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> I was giving him. I was giving him crap. I was like, "Don't even look at me. Don't even look at me." And I'm like walking by. I'm like, "I'm not looking at you." Well, he, and he goes walking by with the dog truck guys, Ed and Columbus, a Andy Mansion, and all those Jacob guys. Roach, yeah, all yep. those good guys. All those good guys, and um, a lot of the people you see on Twitter and Browns Twitter, like the good, the good side of Browns Twitter, the fun side. Nick Carnes Browns... is one of the most positive Browns fans you'll ever meet. Right, a, a lot of good people, and you know, I see him, and I'm like. Jay, I thought we were going as a show <laughs> to training camp. I thought we were going to make this a special thing. You get to go before all of us because I'm, I'm working and I'm behind the extended bleachers that they now have at the Cross Country Mortgage Campus out there in Berea. Which I love their setup there. They got a really good setup the for setup, fans. Though. I'm excited to see it because I've, I've never been in training camp. Oh, you'll camp. like it. The setup for fans is great and like the stuff you can do to interact and kind of keep busy throughout the day because – they have the 40-yard dash you can do. They have the high jump. Oh, I won't be doing that. Uh, they tried to talk <laughs> me into it because they all race each other, and I told them, I was like, I'd smoke you, but I'm not retearing my Achilles for a 40-yard Yeah, 40 well, my, my Achilles is still pretty messed up, so I'm so not So I did the, the, the high jump where they hit all the tabs. Yeah. I, I almost got the top one. Well, don't wow. come to me for show content with that either. So no. don't, don't come to me for no, that either. We're not I, I've done those things in the we're past. We're not racing each other. But, I mean, there is a lot of good vantage points for, for fans. But, I mean, they have a lot of stuff to interact with, like we just said, because, you know, it's still practice. You're not going to – Yeah. these guys, especially by next Sunday, they're going up against each other for a week and a half, two weeks almost. They're chomping at the bit to get into a preseason game so they can face someone else, really work on – some things so what you'll actually see versus being at a game it's great for families though because the tickets are free you got to claim them online but it's still a nice event that families can get to go to without having to spend an exorbitant amount of of money and get the kids kind of interacting with the players so it's a great Even event like the food and drinks there aren't like ridiculously no. high like a stadium no. like it's all okay. reasonably priced too. no um 
But I mean, where I'm working at, I can't see anything. I'm like, no. I'm behind these huge bleachers. I I can't see anything. So I thought we'd have like the first look at the team all together. So I had to give him. I had to give him a hard time, you know, Peter. So as he as he walked good, by, good, good. He needs that. But humble me a little. <laughs> Keep him in line. One person that is trying to stay in line, I guess, and got a big ovation yesterday from the fans. Been the focal point since March, since the move was made. Well, he changed his mind and decided to follow the decision of the Browns to. Rec- try to trade for him that is Deshaun Watson who then accepted the trade and the five-year 230 million dollar fully guaranteed contract from the Browns to be the quarterback got some cheers yesterday I, I, I saw conflicting reports about the reaction the Tom Weathers report which wasn't he retweeted a report from someone that there yeah. was a muted welcome and I was standing right there and it was just not true so it's not Tom Weathers' words I don't know who originally said it, but yeah, that wasn't actually true. And, and I'm s- not here to defend or talk the guy up either. Right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here to do that. We're just what, we I, are real. <laughs> yes. Whether he again, whether he's innocent or guilty, I don't. I still don't feel good about it. I still don't feel comfortable that this decision was made. But I have no control over it. The decision was made. It is hard for me to take Cleveland out of my veins, which means it's hard to take football out of my veins. Being a sports fan here in this town. So I do support the Browns, and I support the the good guys on this team. You see videos of Miles Garrett playing catch with with fans in the stands. Um, you know, even Deshaun Watson. You know, you see videos from training camp. He's playing rock paper scissors with kids so that they can win a signed pair of his cleats or a signed cleat from him. Um, he's interacting. You saw Perrion Winfrey. He's a dog. He's barking with the fans. He's, he's that guy elegant. is so Cleveland. He doesn't even know it he yet. He doesn't. He doesn't know it yet. He doesn't know the true impact of the fans and being at at these games. But I think that the the players finally got a taste of it. And those that have been brought in over the last couple of years, because training camp had fans last year, but not very many. So even John Johnson the third was there. Training camp last year. I, I don't be, think I, it was open to the fans last. I believe year. there was like select amount Maybe. of fans. Yeah. Um, not, it, it wasn't like the last two years. No, it wasn't like it normally. Is, no, and like this year, it's back to back to full go. And so, like these players are really starting to get like what the what these fans are all about all Best year fans long. In the world. Best. A little biased, but yeah. we, you know. So what? <laughs> hey, Clinton Yates ain't. He needs to just shut his mouth too. Yeah. By the way, it, I we never got a chance to talk about that, but him saying that, you know. Cleveland fans just love uh, – they love futility. They love they're, – they're not loyal. I don't know who they're that just, dude is. I never heard of I know. this. I, he means nothing to me. It's just – again, yes, we Mad are – Mad Dog Russo, though, said we were the best fans. And that guy, he's one of the greatest sports talker people in the world. That's going to go back and forth forever. But, I mean, the fans were giving the ovation. And I saw the video that the Browns took of Deshaun running out because I think he came out of a different tunnel or he came out um, as – the group was coming out. He's kind of towards the back. I, I just don't think there was a muted response initially when he came out onto the field. But so many guys were already working. It's once he got into like an open spot that people realized who had come out that he people started cheering and yelling his name and he's waving his hand. So I, I think pretty much it was a positive reaction to Deshaun. Jay, you said before the show though, the news might come out tomorrow. We've and this isn't on you telling us that. This is uh, reported by Josina Anderson saying that her sources are saying that a decision should be made sometime tomorrow. They believe, 
and Josina's pretty much is she's pretty been well tapped on it. in. She, she has been probably, if you want to pay attention to this whole situation, she's been by far the best at it. But Peter, if nothing happens tomorrow, are you going to be surprised? Because we've been hearing, you, you could expect it this day, this day, this day. I'm not, and this is nothing against Josina or anybody that reports it. It's just nothing surprises me, especially when we don't hear anything. It's you actually know, more surprising if we do. I know. I at this point, I'm. When it comes out, it comes out. You know, because I kept hearing, you know, oh, a uh, decision should be in the next day or two, and that's it. And it's just been dragging on. And so, yeah, I mean, I hopefully, yeah, hopefully it comes out tomorrow, so we know. I mean, but, when it happens, trust me, all of Cleveland will know within two minutes. Oh yeah, because everyone's phone will be blowing up. Mm-hmm. And you know that there's going to be reactions, no matter no matter what it is, and it could be it could be a a suspension that then leads Roger Goodell to put an appeal in, and you know if he does that or if he doesn't like what uh, Judge Sue L. Robinson says, it, as long as it's not zero games if there's zero games then that's got to stand pat they cannot appeal that i believe if i've read correct some of the information if on she says this... he did not break it the conduct policy rules and found innocent of everything they cannot appeal it they have she has to make a suspension for either side to appeal and so that that's where the no appeal comes in but if roger goodell the nfl doesn't like how long it is they want it longer they can appeal and roger goodell has final say on that at that point or if the NFLPA doesn't like how long the suspension is and Deshaun Watson's camp doesn't like it, there could be appeal. So tomorrow, if we do get news, it doesn't mean that it's that it's over. But it should be. No matter how you feel about the decision for the Browns to make Deshaun Watson basically the face of their franchise in the most important position in all of sports, I've already expressed how I feel. I know other people feel differently and they want to move past it. That's totally fine. The opinions that come out about how people feel the suspension, the initial suspension is. Those opinions are well warranted tomorrow if that's when we get the news. But I think a lot of us, or all of, if not all of us, can agree this saga has gone on way too long for everyone involved. The NFL is acting like they are the actual judicial system in the United States of America. They are a professional sports organization, a professional sports league they are not judge jury executioner however you want to say it they're acting that way and they're saying they're doing this because and they'll try to tell you that they're doing this to protect the shield no they're doing this to protect the money or it's always about because, protecting the money because they don't care about giving him a year suspension they'll say is about you know adhering to their their female fan base and like making sure that like, acts alleged acts like this are not just swept under the rug. They don't care because the owner, again, the main point of the NFL PA Deshaun Watson's camp isn't about, it's not even, it's kind of switched from him saying that he's innocent, which he still feels that he is him paying like him doing settling with the 20 of 24 women it, I, I cannot see as an omission of guilt or, or innocence or whatever because he still feels like he's innocent. Their message has switched to, well, if you're going to lay the hammer down on a player, where was this for the owners who you say as a league to protect the shield, we hold owners to a higher standard, to a higher standard than the players, and Robert Kraft, uh, Jerry Jones, Dan Snyder in Dan Washington. Dan Snyder, just alone. 
That's all. You, the other two are terrible. What they did. Dan Snyder is one of the biggest scumbags in all of sports, and this guy still owns a team. They don't do anything about it, and everything he's done, zero punishment. Nothing happens, to this dude. And how do you how do you say that? Like, how is that even fair or right? Like, right. you agreed to this, but you're not like taking your part in it, and everyone else gets punished. On top of the fact that these players are the ones that make all the money for the NFL, it's just the hypocrisy of it all is just hilarious almost and peter we've talked about it a lot in in terms of you know yes taking on the nfl and saying things are wrong you know it's it's hard to do that because they have all the money and they'll still get still get their way and it just the way things happen in the nfl and punishment for certain acts just is what it is and you just gotta move on it gets swept under the rug everybody gets their second third four chances as long as you got talent doesn't matter they're going to be out there on the football field they're not you know whatever or the owners are going to keep their teams Things like that. Like, I understand Deshaun Watson's camp, and they have every right to to say that. The NFL has got a big problem, and if they try to appeal whatever suspension it is, I, they're gonna they're they're making themselves look worse in a situation that is bad for so many other people and is uncomfortable for people to speak up. And if nothing kind of comes of it. Now we're just going through this same cycle that we see in the NFL and just in general in life when these types of things come up. Well, it's I mean, here's the problem. It's the NFL is disingenu- disingenuous with all this, right? Because you have, you know, everything that Watson's been accused of, mm-hmm. accusations. Two grand juries said not enough evidence to, you know, indict, to go right. forward with it. And civil, you know, civil suits, you can sue anyone for anything. And honestly, it was probably a case, you know, the case of let's just get past this because he'd probably spend more money in legal fees than it than it cost to settle. We'll probably never know what that is, and it, that's fine. Um, and, and that happens a lot. You know, people settle because it's just easier to write a check, be done with it, than try to prove your innocence. Because especially in a civil case, you, you never know because it's just. You know, if it's a jury trial, you know, they don't necessarily have to go by the directly by the book, by the law, because it's right. not a criminal case. So it's kind of like, well, we, yeah, we, you know, you get a jury that's sympathetic to the defendant, then, you know, you lose. So that, you know, to me, that's not an, you know, like he said, not an admission of guilt. But if there's, if there's no suspension, fine. You know, that's, that's what it is. If there is a suspension, I hope that the you know it's a reasonable a reasonable suspension. Both parties are like, okay, fine, that's it, we're done. Mm-hmm. Do the suspension, move on. I think if the NFL decides that it's not enough and they and they appeal it and really try to go after like a full year or anything like that, what really needs to happen is then the female fan base I think needs to stand up and say hold the owners accountable mm-hmm. because like we said, you know, we've said over and over again, they're supposed to hold the owners to a higher standard and it doesn't look like they are. Right. And until you change the ownership, that mentality there, it's not going to change anything below it. I, I mean, this is just my opinion. I think if it's anything more than six games, I think Deshaun Watson's camp's going to appeal 
I I don't think the NFL is going to appeal anything. I think they're going to go with whatever Sue Robinson. I think I think it's I think they're smarter if they don't appeal. That's why I think yeah. they won't. I don't, yeah, they're right. like we appointed this lady and we finally like we did what we wanted to do. And now when she makes a decision, we're gonna be like, you know what? We don't like your decision. We're going to overrule it. Like that's a bad look. Yeah. I, I think it's going to. look We really all know bad, they're yeah. all about how they look. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I, I think six games is kind of that kind of that window maybe where you know both parties agree because mm-hmm. I, I i agree with you guys that if there's if there is a suspension levied all parties just need to say okay this is what it is she is an independent this is why we brought this type of thing in this is what she has found this is what she feels is right let's all go with it serve the suspension pay back whatever money is or whatever else is part of the consequences for uh, going against the conduct policy, and let's move on. If it's four games, I feel like four games or less, I feel like the NFL would would appeal to try to 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 what they would say is saving face, but really just to keep this going. And again, the hypocrisy of it all. It all needs to change, and the NFL needs to be held to a higher standard. I know it's all about the money. I know people want to see the games. They want to see football. But here's the problem. Here's the problem with that, though. If it's say it's a four-game suspension, NFL appeals it, then based on what they've already said before, their appeal would be a year that would, which would lead to Deshaun suing and, them because Goodell is the final. That's the yeah. final say. And then they're just dragging this out. They don't like. Like I said, total opinion. I highly doubt they do it. They want this over with. They don't like uh, any of this news. This is terrible for the NFL. So sooner yeah. this is over, the better they are. Be- right. And all they have to do is say we tried to have a year. Because we and st- we wanted to stick by her word. Yeah. Because we started this whole conversation, guys, by saying, can we talk football? Mm-hmm. We went through the entire segment that we, were, we had other stuff planned for still talking about this. This is not good. Like, and dude, There's things I love to talk about. About football, like I'm excited about a position change for a player that no one's really talking about. Friend of show, so let's hit a break and talk about those things. Sounds great. And talk about what the field may look like at First Energy Stadium this coming season in Cleveland. We're gonna hit our second break of the night. You want some of that voice of land gear, just like the hat I'm wearing here tonight. Kind of helped put my whole golf outfit together as we did stuff out of Greyhawk Golf Club in Lagrange, Ohio today. Hey, we got just the place for you. Stay tuned to this commercial break and get your Voice of Land gear at voiceofland.com. Are you struggling to hire the right talent or maybe even find the right career? Vector Technical makes it easy. Since 1992, Vector has provided Ohio employers with a reliable process for hiring and have helped thousands of job seekers advance in their careers. Vector Technical is more than just a temp agency. We invest time to get to know each client and candidate personally. Vector places people in job opportunities that they are truly excited about. Interested in learning more? Visit our website at www.vectortechnicalinc.com to see a full list of our current job opportunities and to find out what Vector Technical can offer you. Get your gear at voiceoftheland.com forward slash shop. One. Welcome back to the Voice of the Land. Went to break talking about continuously the Deshaun Watson saga. When will he be suspended? 
Jay, I know that you said just Josina Anderson uh, did mention earlier today that she is hearing. Could it expect something tomorrow at some point? We've kind of heard that before. She's just reporting what she's getting, and she has reliable sources. Things change all the time, especially in that kind of world. So I'm going to say it's going to come out tomorrow. I got a feeling it's going to come out. I'm tomorrow. not making any predictions. I'm I, just no way. <laughs> I mean, I know gonna, I wasn't even going to ask you, Kevin. I'm just like, all right, I'll make a prediction. I'm no. not even going to bother asking Kevin about <laughs> predictions. And this isn't like me because I, you know, the running joke on the show is I don't make predictions because <laughs> of my superstitions or like, you know, it's whatever. There's just no way to predict this. At the rate this is going, there's no way to predict that. It's going to probably not going to be going to be great for the Browns if it comes out during training camp, and it's the second training camp open to fans on a Monday, a hot, steamy day out there. So probably, I'm sure tensions are going to rise. Luckily, they had a day off today, um, but you know the team is still going up against each other. And we said, can we talk football? The answer so far has been no on this show, <laughs> but we're going to try right now. And Jay, we went to we went to break with you saying, player that we've had on the show going through a position change that you're really excited about. Who is that, and why are you excited? Friend of the show, Demetric Felton, who was playing running back, kind of like a scat back deal last year. I think he's making the full move to wide receiver because of our, one, overloaded running back room. Mm. And, two, he's just a phenomenal receiver. Like, his route running is impeccable for a running back. In his hands, he catches everything, if you remember that. And I would, I, I'm excited because I think he's going to play like that Percy Harvin slash like Debo Samuel, where they could just create wicked mismatches with him with linebackers, pull him from the slot, mm. put him in that backfield, see what the defense is doing. Oh, I'm so excited for to see what this new offense is. New, now they're running a what is it, the pistol with Hunt and Chubb finally in the backfield at the same time. There were looks of that because uh, I know Wednesday there was some storms or storms in the area, so they just moved practice inside mm. for the first day of training camp. Really just a glorified walkthrough, but mm. there were some videos from media with uh, Hunt and Chubb in the backfield right ne- right on either side, either hip of Deshaun Watson, so people got excited about that. Just a quick, like, 15-second rant. Trust me, I know that Deshaun Watson is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield and a lot of quarterbacks that we've had since 1999. Gawking over quarterbacks in shorts, <laughs> throwing to receivers with no one around them. Doesn't matter, no matter who it is. Stop, please. It is, it. I try to go on Twitter to get the latest news, and all I see is, oh my gosh, watch Deshaun Watson drop this in the bucket. Oh my gosh, Jacoby Brissett is going to get us through any sort of suspension because look at this throw to someone wide open because no one's covering him. There's no pads. Oh my God, that's how they play the game of football. I thought, oh wait, that's right. It doesn't matter until you go up against another team that's schemed for you and the games actually matter, which start on September 11th in Carolina at 1 p.m. I will gawk at those plays, not when no one is around to defend. I totally agree with you, but the, the other that end wasn't of that... That was 15 seconds. The, the <laughs> other end of that is that if they're gawking over bad plays and they're just throwing interceptions, it's far worse. <laughs> like, if, if I'm glad that we are complaining about people gawking over good plays. That's I'm okay with that, I guess. If they're just terrible out there, that's far, far worse. Oh, and true. You already know that there's uh, the people that – the Baker haters are watching Carolina Panthers training camp footage gawking at Baker throwing interceptions. 
He doesn't play for you. It doesn't affect us anymore. I, I was going to say, because I, I just I was checking bring stuff him up. on you Twitter. Did, but I, I just opened Twitter <laughs> up, and the first thing that popped up was Baker Mayfield throwing interceptions yeah. or throwing overthrowing players. So I was like, uh, I don't care. Right. And, and my point is that there's going to be people that are still Baker bros that he can't do no wrong, and they're going to find the good plays. And see, I told you he could make all the throws. Look at this one at Carolina Panthers training camp. Again, it doesn't matter. His good throws and bad throws will not affect how the season goes for the Cleveland Browns. It will only affect, if he is the starter, game one against Carolina. There are still 16 more games after that. If Deshaun Watson or Jacoby Brissett throw an interception in practice, guess what? They're going up against the same guys. A defense that has been together for several, several years. They know the offense. Defense is always ahead of the offense, and they... See these guys every day, easier to make those plays than to go against a team that is scheming against you and throwing different looks at you and your quarterback and team beating them. Um, is it bad that I'm admitting that I got excited about Cade York's kicks? Is that a little different? I mean, it's... Because they're really, I mean, it, there's no pressure, but he's still nailing those 50-plus 50, 50 yard as, field as, goals. And I, I'm not going to lie, kind of like it. As much as Cade York might become like my second or third favorite player on this team, I'm going to say yes. To be realistic, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> it's the same thing because he's going up against nobody and there's no pressure. I on do him. love that they're bringing him down to the first energy stadium to yes. do a lot of kicking. That is fine. I've been saying that for years. Like, why are you even kicking in Berea every day? Go down and practice where the, where the wind, wind is, is matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's been doing it. And I love him, this kid so far. I just love his leg, man. That dude, he's got a boot on him. Just, just a little reality check for you. Um, yeah, uh, the weather at First Energy Stadium in July is a lot different than it is in well, yeah, December. Well, yeah, of course. So. But I mean, there's still off just, that lake. You could still get a good strong wind in a nice day. Yeah, as a fisherman. Yeah, but it's a lot better to do that when it's warmer than. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Don't just. I'm, I'm not. Don't be it. my wet. What is that? The wet blanket or whatever <laughs> yeah. they call it. Let me be excited about a kicker finally, Kevin. Okay. All okay. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you your fun on that one. Um, he, he did play soccer, so that's. I knew I'd get him there, with the soccer guy. There yeah. You go. So, um, but speaking of First Energy Stadium, though, we we see that there's different designs on the field each year. I don't know. Well, no, there's never been a, a logo really for how many years in the fifty-yard line. I think I've seen the helmet in the middle of the field. It's been a it's while a, since they've it's had been, a logo. Yeah, it's, but there's like there's different looks to it, the way it's lined. Didn't they have like the the B, the B shield? You know the yeah. Well, I, I don't even know what they call that. I, I which I actually I actually do like that logo. But the, it's the football with the B yeah the in football the with the B yeah. yeah with the stripes yeah yeah I've seen yeah that the end zones have looked different. They even had yeah. special ones when they did the color rush uniforms mm-hmm. too. Um, so it's always looked different, but. And I don't know what percentage of the f- fan vote is actually going to go into it or if that's going to determine it. It but, should. They should have fun with it. But if you go to Browns.com, at the top, there's a link to go vote for the way the field's going to look. And we're going to pull them up right now. So this is courtesy of Browns.com and whatever system they're using for the voting system. And audio's hard work. And, and audio's hard work. So yes, cut we and have, paste. We have four. <laughs> hard work. <laughs> cut and paste. That's, that's the best way to do it. Control, so. control C, control P. That's that's uh, all you gotta uh, do. Uh, oh no, control P's print. Is control, control control when you say cut and paste right now, I, f- I feel like I'm back at work. I'm pasting drywall and cutting <laughs> myself. And cut is control X. So I got that completely wrong. But I'm not a computer. Well, yeah, control C is copy. So yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's why we got the the AI system exactly. audio to. We're all on, good. We're all good. 
So we got four options we're right, going to we'll, pull we'll up We'll look here. at one. So there's look option at number, number one. one. So with number one, and since you can't see me on camera, I'm actually going to look at the TV screen, so it's going to look it doesn't look weird anymore. So option number one that comes up, it looks like the Browns helmet in the center of the field. Then in the end zones, it is the word Browns in both sides. In white. With in, uh, in white. the elf on the each side. Yeah, yep. the elf on the side with the B. Then, the uh, of course, the AFC logo. The A with the four stars going down the right side on the other side. And, of course, the letters are trimmed in orange. We go on to option number two. We have Brownie the Elf kind of doing the Heisman pose, sort of. That... They more or less switched the elf and the helmet out. Yes, yeah. basically. Um, so the Brownie... That's the original elf, correct? I, I think that's the original elf. Is it? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so we'll say right now the original elf, and I have the GVR work shirt where it's kind of a skeleton. That's mm. my favorite. Wait, that's a sweet shirt. That, that really is. I saw so many people with that yesterday. I was, like, talking to them, and I was like, dude, I got more GV stuff than actually team license gear. But I digress. We move on. The Browns uh, uh, wording and the AFC logo still the same, so we're basically just switching those to yeah. And the helmets that kind of flat two dimensional Browns helmet. Yeah, logo. almost like gives them like an old school, but it's got that uh, black or brown trim instead of the yeah. gray like it used to be. Yeah. So, all right, so that's option number two. Option number three, and you can see them on your screen. But if you're listening to the audio on Google, Spotify, or Apple, we'll try to describe them as much as we can. Just go to Browns.com, you'll see them. You go to option number three, and kind of the new style when they brought out like the new coloring for the Browns. You got that helmet next to the word Browns. This time, the letters are in orange, trimmed in white. Still got that AFC logo because every AFC team is going to have that. And in the center, it is Brownie the Elf just holding the football. The modern elf. Modern elf holding the football. Um, guess that would be his right arm up against his body. Not in a good position if he was going to go run the football, but... Still holding it nonetheless. And the final app option, I believe, just switches. Actually, no, it it's, does it's not. It's a more three-dimensional helmet. Yeah, it's the old-school elf Yep, with the or, uh, orange or But browns are in orange on both the so option I, three and four. So I believe the first option had the elf that was the new-age elf in the end zone. Here, we'll mm -hmm. go back there. Yeah, so like the... Nope, no, it's the still, the, still the old one. Oh, still that one. So there's only one option that has the elf that's... The, the modern elf. The modern elf. That, that, that's going to be option three. That's my favorite. Okay. okay. So that so the modern elf in the middle of the field at the fifty yard line. With the brown, I like the orange. I'm I'm team orange for you, and I love the lettering in orange. Okay, Peter, have you had a chance to look at him? Did Did you cast a vote? I, I, I did cast. A, I did not cast my vote yet. I do. I actually I do kind of lean towards this one. As Are well. you like Sue Robinson but can't I, make a decision on a field? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I, I actually prefer the letters in white in the end zone. Mm -hmm. But I do I do kind of like the more modern elf in the middle there. Um, yeah, I do, I, and I, this one I think would be my, my pick. Would be with the uh, orange lettering, white trim. Yeah, I, I prefer the white white lettering, but like, I like this, this the elf, elf at the The 50. elf is the yeah. one that does it. So I think my close football. second is going to be your pick, Kevin. My pick is number two. So with this, the, the elf running so the football, the old yeah. school elf that, in the middle right of the That's right behind my pick. I love yeah. this. Both I elves. Like I would not be disappointed if this was what we had. Yes. So, I love it. Just like you, Peter, I love the white lettering kind of trimmed in the orange yeah. for some reason. I feel like it, it just pops it in the end zone. Because of, because of the um, the other two logos in there. I guess you know. I guess the only part about this one I don't like, but it was the best one that I saw, and that's this is the one I actually voted for and casted my vote. Jay, did you cast a vote too? Yeah. Okay, so for, for the one that you guys were just talking about, 
it's the helmet. Like I kind of want like the new version of the helmet, more like the three D, oh, the the more three dimensional helmet, three dimensional helmet. If you had that with the the elf that I'm looking for in the middle of the field, I really like that. But again, a lot of these, no matter which way they go, I think it's I think it's a good. They're trying to implement the elf more, and I think that fans are really liking that. I think that's one of the biggest draws. Well, consider, man, I just saw something. It's like on face. I think it was on Facebook. It was the brown. It was a Browns helmet. They're like, finally, the Browns helmet with the logo. And they it put the, the Browns, Browns helmet, helmet on the logo. Yes, that's hilarious. I've yeah. seen it a couple of times. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I've seen the, it was like Browns released the white helmet, and then it had the logo of the orange helmet on the white helmet. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. I, so we're pretty much Team Elf on this show. I th- yeah, I think Team so. Elf, I mean, yeah. it's 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 the closest thing we really have to a mascot. You Everyone know. says, like, oh, it's not a tough mascot. I think the Elf is very fitting. We're mm. very underdog. We're tough, and we'll get through anything, no matter how small we are. And it, it like, it's not that it, I can even explain it. It just feels like it, it fits, and it's. I understand. Yeah, you're saying an elf isn't tough enough or whatever. Hey, yeah, I, they make great cookies. They do. Yes, those yeah. Keebler elves. Yeah. Hey, make some the relatives of the brownie elf. Sure. Get with your friends at Nabisco, and uh, you know. Try to get those gluten free because I'll take <laughs> I'll take some of those. I can't just keep eating Oreos. I gotta get some. So so there you go. You need, we need Keebler to start making brownies, but use the brownie elf to sell them. Yes, yes. we're onto right. something, Keebler. Gluten free though for Kevin. Yes, yes, please, yes, please. I, I know where you can get some good gluten free flour. At least I know what. Brand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it, look. I mean, this is kind of the the fun stuff that you like going into the season, and you wish you didn't have. That one thing hanging over. And to be honest, if the news does break tomorrow, I know that everybody is going to try to have their hottest takes. I am I know that a lot of us, we run the, our social media site, at VT underscore pod, especially on Twitter. There might be a tweet from there, but we're not going to be ones like fully reacting because we know something is some sort of news is coming, whatever that may be. Immediate reaction will be right there. You'll get plenty of people trying to give the hot takes. We, we know... We know our place, and, you know, if we're going to tweet, it's going to be at Kevin and Seven, K-E-V-A-N-I-N-S-E-V-A-N, for those just listening to the audio. For Always Positive J, it's at Always Positive J. Pretty easy. Pretty easy. And Peter, it's at LPV Productions on, on Twitter and social media. But, again, we'll be realistic about it. We're not just going to try to – we don't – if you want to hit the heart, the clouds, as, as our uh, friend of show, Tony Rizzo, calls them on Twitter, that's fine. If you don't, if we say something or if we say something on our uh, Twitter page, that's fine. Either way, we're going to be respectful about it. And I think there's gonna, that's the message. Know that news is coming. People are going to feel different ways. It's, it's probably futile to try to even ask this of people, but... Be respectful because, again, it's going to hit people different ways depending on what the news actually is. Listen to what other people say. And that's all I'm going to say about that. We, have, we, have, we got a little bit of fun in some football mm-hmm. in the show, so that's that's good. We got one final segment to go. We, we got to say goodbye to a legend. We do have to say goodbye to a legend. And we do need to at least briefly touch on the trade deadline for the Guardians because – who they won in Twins lost today. So we yes. are one game out of first place. One game out of first. So we're, we're going through the same roller coaster we've been. Up we're and just down, ab- we get close, we go back down. We go up, we go down. We go up, we go down. 
but you're turning the calendar tomorrow to August, and that's when the baseball season really starts to ramp up. You get the trade deadline to try to make that final push. Will the Guardians do it? We'll touch on that and honor a legend on the other side of our final break right here on The Voice of Land on the Big Play Network. Are you looking for a career in manufacturing? Vector Technical has you covered. Vector Technical is a 28-year-old staffing firm that has partnered with some of the biggest and the best companies throughout Northeastern Ohio. The recruiters at Vector Technical will coach you through the entire job process and will help you land an opportunity that you are truly excited about. Vector does not add any additional fees and offers benefits as well as free online skills training through Penn Foster. To learn more, visit www.vectortechnicalinc.com and make sure to check out our job board to see a full list of our current opportunities and apply. Welcome back one final time on this Sunday, final day of July 2022 to The Voice of Land. Kevin Arnold, always positive, Jay, producer extraordinaire, audio. And before we do honor a legend, we'll just quickly kind of go through with, with the Guardians. I know they went 2-2 two and two against the Red Sox coming out of the, you know, kind of starting this week. And then you look at, you go down to Tampa Bay, you get, you get two out of three, and that's that's what you got to do. You got to win these series. The four game series, you would love to take three or four. You know, Red Sox, even though they are down in in the division and they got ripped in their first series coming out of the All Star break. I think there was a game that was twenty eight to five. Mm-hmm. You know, they're still a good team, and the AL East is a tough tough division. The Yankees are just running away with things. You they know, lost today to Kansas City, and, and that's. That's probably going to happen. Yankees? The Yankees. Good. I mean, <laughs> I'm not upset with them at all. It's like, hey, we gave you Andrew Benintendi. <laughs> don't even bring but it now, up. You had to bring it up. I did. I did. Because My dream player I wanted, and the damn Yankees got him. I had to bring it up to transition into the trade deadline because that's been a name that you have been saying for a while, Jay. Yeah, and the Yankees get him. Like, it just killed me. I think the, the whole – you know, anybody saying Juan Soto and trying to link him to the Guardians, that that's, a, that's a pipe dream at best. Well, this, that's the one thing about Cleveland. Anytime, no matter what sport, if someone's available, everyone goes to their, like, trade uh, manufacturing app, and they're like, we can get him if we – and that's when you hear this saying, oh, we'll trade Sasha Pavlovich and Iron Newbold, and we'll get Durant. Like, yeah. come on. You're like – Every time someone's available, we all clutter for him, and I fell for it with Andrew Benatendi. Another big pet peeve of of sports Twitter is, especially here in Cleveland, it's, oh, this guy just requested a trade. He's really talented. Look, let's go find – fans, let's go find a way to get him. Oh, can the Cavs get him? Can uh, can the Browns get this player that that wants out or is just released? Especially when they're, like, individual – individual players. They're they're not even going to trade him no matter what we offer to us. But, yeah. Guess what? If, you know, if the Guardians traded for Juan Soto – I'd be over I'd be the doing backflips. Backflips, absolutely, because you still it's just got... It's not going to happen. But a guy that just turned down, what, 15 years, 400, yeah. 500 million? If they did something like that, it would have been... Because they have, I think, two more years, and it was like right. an all-in deal. And We're not ready to go all-in right now. And that's what the Guardians do, is they, they find a way to make trades for impactful players that they have control over. That's the main word in uh, in the network, or in the organization. I see that our resident doctor and, and big baseball fan, fan of this show, my wife Jan is raised. Nope, she's ra- waving me off. She got waved off. She, oh, football thing. And the it, she was trying to be in the breaking news desk, but apparently there's no <laughs> breaking news. So, we 
What is it? Okay. That if when you hear according that according to who? Okay, so according to Adam Schefter on Twitter and Jana Arnold at our breaking news desk, Adam Schefter tweeting out that Deshaun Watson, the NFL PA, will stand by whatever decision Judge Suell Robinson makes. They're asking the NFL to do the same. Thank you from the breaking desk room. You're awesome. <laughs> that's what they're doing. That's from the news floor. From the news <laughs> floor. <laughs> I, yeah, do, 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 do. Breaking news. I thought she was going to be sleeping during the show. <laughs> we I got, thought I was going to be sleeping during the show. <laughs> she, we got our we got our dole whip, and then she was ready to just take. What a I nap. hear when she said that though, the first thing I thought of, that's not. It's not going to be a long suspension. I highly doubt it's going to be a long suspension. They are happy with their, what they did, so yeah. I ha- it's going to be nothing more than six. It's my guess. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the best way to kind of guess it because you feel like the information would go to the main parties involved first or you start to get an in- indication of it first yeah. before like just having it thrown at you because you both sides have to prepare for it too. And then, like, the Browns need to have – a plan in place as well because they've just been. They're going to want to. They're going to want to be able to have a statement ready for whatever yes. it is. So. Yes, and because those statements come out very, very quickly. And now I just got slid a phone on the ground. So excuse me if you're just listening to audio. You're I'm about over. to slide away from the microphone for a second. Well, we'll take Jay there. He's back, and I'm back. I told you only a second. Um, so, but I mean, we kind of said that. Like we need. We asked the NFL as well to everybody at this point just needs to stand by what that is. You know, the first thing I thought of, and it's probably not the uh, you know, best thing to think of because we're actually reacting to the news. Usually on this show, the breaking news comes out after we're done. Yes. So we finally. So as soon as we sign off, we'll know. It'll leak. It'll leak. <laughs> it'll, it'll leak. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. We should have took a vacation. It would have dropped already. Yeah. At this point, who knows what what really will happen, but. It just—it's time for the news to come out. Everybody to move on. Yes. Yeah. Back to what we were saying. Back though. to. Do you 18- think the Indians are going to be buyers or sellers? Well, they're not going to be anything because they don't either. Unfortunately, don't exist anymore. The Guardians. Oh, Guardians. <laughs> I keep doing it one of these days. I, I and I'm the one that has the Guardians jersey, and I'm having the worst time got, transitioning to this. I got this. a Guardians jersey too. Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. It's a nice. How I, much did you have to pay for yours? Z- yeah, I don't think z- so. Well, I didn't even have to buy a ticket to the game that was given out. That's yet. awesome. No. <laughs> It was it was a giveaway jersey, but I didn't have to pay any money to even get to that game, and I still have it. I love the red. I love their red jerseys. Oh, I know that's what I got the red uh, Jose jersey, and I absolutely love it. But like we were saying, with the Guardians, control is is the word. That's if they're going to make a trade to bring someone in as a buyer, they want some control. That's what they had with Andrew Miller mm-hmm. and some of these other guys that they've brought in. Control. Do you believe anything about the rumors with Shane Bieber being on the trade block? I mean, yeah, I'm sure the organization is getting calls Hold on. about that. We got, we got... Not this year, next year. Well, not this year, next the year. Breaking she's... news says yeah, she's next year. From guys. the news floor. From the news floor. Now we're getting, like, another audio in this place. Do you want to see it? You're more than welcome to join the show. we got another microphone if you really want to join. We're putting you on next week. You're going on. All right. So those that are actually still listening to this podcast right now, <laughs> whether you're watching live or on replay or – um, you're listening to the audio on Google, Spotify, or Apple. At I think it's still at Jana Fenstermaker on Twitter, right? Oh, you finally changed it? I don't know, maybe not. I think she changed her main name, but the at sign at Jana Fenstermaker on Twitter. Tell her she needs. Let's get the let's get the trend rolling. Hashtag Jana Jana on Mike. Jana, yes. Jana on Mike. 
<laughs> Thanks. I really appreciate it. Hey, we just got over uh, 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. People are listening. They might be bots, but that's okay. The closer we get to be able to monetize that, that's totally fine. I don't care who they are, <laughs> if they're real or not. You know, I told you guys that when we got all those followers on Twitter and mm -hmm. uh, YouTube, I was like, we should do a segment that says real or not. <laughs> <laughs> just go through the followers. The followers. That would be great. We could do, we could do just, that. Just make fun. Because there was a trend on Twitter where people were, like, calling out some of these yeah. well-known Twitter people about they they have Which this many I did mine. I had, like, because anytime someone follows me, I go on their page. Because I'll usually follow you back, but I'll go on their page. But if I see, like, join in July, two followers, I'm like, no, I know you're a bot blocked. I probably have more people blocked than Tony Grossi on Twitter. Oh, it, and I failed to mention on Instagram we got a uh, like a direct message. Okay. At like, and we thought we got like a new follower. I'm not gonna say like what the name is or anything, but they're like asking us to help them log into their account or something like that. Oh yeah. Oh, but send send me the code. Did you get? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Was, Just, was one I'm of those? not. I'm not even gonna respond. I'm not even. Well, gonna, but was it one of those? You know. Yeah. 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 So, so if someone's trying to steal our Instagram account, do we have an Instagram account? We do. At, at, uh, at VTL? I have an Instagram account. Same. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Jay, Jay's now on Instagram. You know, I actually got one of those two. I can't remember what it was for, but it was for, might have been for one of my bank accounts or something, or credit card accounts. And they're like, oh, I, I need this code. And it's like, um, no, you don't. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> Oh, I, scammers make me laugh when they call, and I know they are one because they'll be like, "Oh, we want to lower your student loan rate, blah blah blah," and I'm like, "Oh, awesome, you know." And I'll sit there and I'll BS with them for so long and lead them on and be like, "So, my, how much can you lower my student loans? That I never had." And they're like, "Click." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay, I thought so. Uh, yeah, scammers are scammers are out there, and thank God my phone just tells me it's a scam now. Yeah, you get that too. But there's like there's been conversations about that. I know iPhones like trying to change it so that you at least see like more of a caller ID so that you can see who's actually calling. Like if it's a hospital or something, there's mm -hmm. been ways that those phone numbers like people need like medical information, and it's coming through being read as a scam. So, oh. um, so they, there's been there's been like news stories on the the local. They're they're I mean at uh, at my day job we'll get emails that come, and they look like they're coming from our CEO. And they'll be like, oh, hey, I, hey, you know, I left, been, I lost my wallet. I need you to like. That's becoming a trend. Send me, too. yeah, like send money, and they're, mm. and it, you just have to be careful because you, if you look at who it's actually coming from, it's a, you know, it's fake. But they they doctored it up to make it look like it's a legit. Email Go email thing. me. I need money. I'm like, I don't have any more. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I can't even well, afford to pay attention it. right now. <laughs> there you go. If you're able to scam someone into one, like giving you one dollar, and then you try to get stuff from me. That person gave you more money than I <laughs> than I have to my name at that point. That's why but, I like watching those YouTube videos where they mess with the, yeah. the scammers. Oh, yeah. Best. Speaking of scammers, though, there's probably going to be some rumors that get floated out there over the next 24 hours in the Major League Baseball trade deadline that fans, whatever team it is, especially here in Cleveland, are going to get excited about. But it's just it's a lot of smoke, no fire to those. And that, that's where you get like those last few hours leading up to a deadline. You get all these rumors, they don't come to fruition, then fans get upset. When actually none of those conversations are really going on, it's people trying to float it out there for whatever reason. If I had to guess right now, Guardians, more so I would say stand pat than buy or sell. I think they're going to get a bullpen help, that's it. Which is one of the biggest things every year. Every team wants more and, bullpen help. And if and that's one of those things where 
I, if you do that, I can't consider you a buyer. A buyer is someone that goes out and does go mm-hmm. get Juan Soto, and they're in a pennant race. Or they go out and get Wilson Contreras, thinking that he can kind of help you for whatever amount of time because he's been hugging all of his teammates, thinking he's played his last game at Wrigley Field. Peter, buy, sell, stand pat. If we put a poll out this week before the trade deadline, where would you vote on that? Mm. For the Guardians, at least. I, I would lean towards Stan Pat, maybe buy. I don't think they're looking to sell. They're too they're right. they're too close to being in the thick of if, things. If you sell at this time, a fan base that's already already frustrated yeah. with how you with how it operates, or at least I who, highly doubt they'll sell though. I I highly but, doubt they'll sell, but again, making predictions is very difficult. And yes, we have the great front office and a coaching staff that develops players. A lot of these young players have come up and played well this year, and hopefully Oscar Gonzalez comes back, and then you can still find a way to have Nolan Jones in the lineup. But I would say more so Stan Pat, add a bullpen arm, like pitching help, but not in a way that you're mortgaging the future, like not going I want these in. guys to just develop. Like, I'm actually set with the outfielders. And people may define it differently than I do, but when I'm thinking, like, buy, sell, or Stan Pat, even if you make a deal or something – I'm saying buy, you are all in going for the the win, the championship that year. If you're sell, you're That's fully a- going into rebuild mode. A lot of your main players like a Shane Bieber, things like that, you're trading off and you're getting so many of these prospects back. Stan Pat is like, okay, you make a little well, deal they, here, a little deal let's there. Say they trade Bieber and they got a starter for a starter, which you very rarely see. Right. It's always a starter for prospects. But mm-hmm. if they did do the uncommon trade, then they'd be buyers. Because they know they have the pitching to back Bieber up. They just don't yeah. have the power hitting. So if they went out and – I don't think it's going to happen just to talk. They went and traded Shane Bieber straight up for Juan Soto. Then you're a buyer. But if you go and you get five prospects, then you're then a you're seller. seller. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's that's the thing. Like, again, straight up in that trade, you're being a buyer saying that we have the, we have the pitching we can still believe in. We feel like we can uh, – Get rid of a guy like Shane Bieber, who's still supposed to be your number one, which, again, that's a weird message. But just staying with the example, you're saying we need more help offensively. We have plenty of pitching depth here. And in- I mean, they got the uh, pitchers, uh, pitching printer over there uh, somewhere. They just print out pitchers in 3Ds. And they, they somehow draft them well. They trade for them well. They well, develop we, them well. We had, we had two bullpen games in this road trip and won them both. Yeah. Yeah, well, today Sh- was a Shaw, Shaw started both both of them. I mean, we got the guy, best closer in baseball right now in Class A. Yeah, yeah. If that's how Shaw is going to be, give him like the first or second inning because I'm not going to get into it right now. We don't have time because <laughs> we have to honor someone. So again, around the table, buy, sell, or stand pat, Jay. I think they're stand pat, like just slightly buy. Gotcha, Peter. I know you said stand pat. I think right? stand pat. I think we're all kind of all in the uh, same boat. Maybe those minor little deals to kind of just give some more. Maybe a little bolster, but I think bolster a depth. Buy, yeah, they're not. They're, I don't think they're looking to get rid. They're not looking to start again next year. I think they're going to push this year. Yeah, but not the not the buy that everybody would think, and they better not sell because don't worry, we'll be on this show making sure that uh, if you go sell. We'll be one of the biggest voices out there. We won't. We won't need to hide behind any computer screens on Twitter. Mm-mm. It'll be right here on the Voice Land of Big Play Network. And to close out the show, it is only right. Save the best 
for last, but an unfortunate story for last. NBA legend, one of the greatest of all times, 11-time champion, won a How gold. Many? 11. 11-time champion, a true humanitarian, someone who has helped progress society and has been a big proponent for that, especially back in the 60s, but has been a big voice for the entire time. And the conversations about who is the greatest of all time and people talk about championships – Everybody loves to forget that Bill Russell of Boston Celtics lore has 11 championships. But again, and I tweeted this out, absolute legend on and off the floor. We did lose him today at the age of 88. His family, his foundation tweeted out from his account that unfortunately Bill Russell has passed away. If you'd seen him over the last few months, you could tell his health was not in the best best of ways. But, boy, what a – that is one of the guys that I was shown black and white footage, highlights of by my dad when he taught me the game of basketball and told me to remember how good Bill Russell truly was because people won't talk about him. And I have always mentioned him in conversations like that. But, again, a great person for our society. Jay, I mean, just I – mean, He's in the top five greatest players ever. You got – Michael Jordan, LeBron, Bill Russell. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Whatever. Those three right yeah. there. I mean, Kareem is another one. Wilt Chamberlain. Yes. And everyone says they're like, oh, he didn't have confidence. Dude was playing against Wilt Chamberlain, a guy who scored 100 points in the game. He was just dominant. And he won 11 championships in that era. Like, what a phenomenal player. Like, 11. That's insane. And I, I think that, that when people say like, he didn't play against anybody in the era – Guess what? That was the era he played in. So you if play, you know, got? so if there wasn't as deep of a NBA or a league to play against, that's not on him. But it, no matter what era you have played in, winning a championship is very, very difficult. Bill Russell won eleven. I think he was a five-time MVP. And it was a much more physical game then too. So he had to survive a much harder game for it and win 11 of those and again a piece of basketball history that has helped the game progress to what it is today he him and his player fellow players in his era progressed to the next era to the next era i mean he's built- got one of the most iconic photos of all time when he's got all the rings on his hand he's just smiling i'm like i absolutely love that poster and again a great great human being and and focal point peter i i know we don't we don't talk as much basketball on here, um, especially out of out of season. There's not really a lot going on, and, and the Cavs are still kind of in a point where you maybe not just like the Guardians. They're not fully by just yet. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Bill Russell, you have to mention his name when you mention absolute legend. Well, exactly. And, I mean, and, I'm, and you guys know I'm not a huge basketball fan, you know, but I know Bill Russell, right, because – like you, like you said, Jay. You know, it's that period, right? That was the time he played, and eleven rings—that's insane, you know. And I, and, and it's I think, not like he was Robert Horry, no disrespect, <laughs> but, who was a role player winning. Right. I think won seven. This guy was the leader, leading right. player, winning eleven. Right, exactly. And the thing is, I, I think it's really a disservice, even now when we so many people spend so much time debating Jordan versus LeBron because the game's changed. Things are different. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and we really should look at who's the, the best player the, of their era. Of their era, right? Because you could look at LeBron, great player. Jordan, great player. Kobe, great Kobe, player. Great player. You know, but Bill Russell, I mean, come on, come on. That's if he's yeah. he should be, you know, As I the said, top, right? Kobe was my fifth. Those are your top five greatest NBA players, in my opinion. Like, yeah, and you just can't argue against yeah. those guys. They're so good. And when you have eleven championships, they're just that is just the ultimate stumper on everybody. But see, that's like that's like when you talk baseball, and people are you talk Babe Ruth, one of the mm-hmm. greatest players. You know, oh well, he wouldn't do. He would do terrible today. That's beside the point. Yeah, you know, right. no yeah. Bill Russell is when it comes. It, He's the Nolan Ryan of baseball, of basketball. Like Nolan Ryan, I consider the greatest pitcher ever. But everyone says Cy Young because the award's named after him. Nolan Ryan gets no, like nowhere near the recognition it's, he should get yeah. in baseball. The same with Bill Russell. I mean, there's 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 probably a handful of players throughout all of sports that have been overlooked with mm-hmm. their greatness. I, I just continue to say we can we can debate what position greatest of all time these players should be in. But if you get a chance to w- witness a once-in-a-generation player, Bill Russell was of his generation, Jordan was of his, LeBron is of his, we can go on and on and on. If you get a chance to do that, respect and witness the greatness, and as, the, as history goes on, make sure future generations know who those other pioneers, who those other great generational, once-in-a-generational players were. That's what my dad did for me in a sport that I absolutely love in basketball, but also taught me who Bill Russell was off the floor. A true, and this is going to be our one shout-out, well-wishes, prayers to the entire Russell family, to the entire NBA community, all of his friends everywhere. Bill Russell will will be missed, but will not be forgotten for what he did for the game of basketball and beyond. Rest in peace, rest in power to an absolute legend in Bill Russell. And not a not a sad way to end the show. I mean but those these things happen in life and life is is real. But it's it's important that we celebrate who Bill Russell was and don't forget that and allow that to continue to impact our society in the right direction. You can argue if he's the greatest player or not the greatest player and that can argue that all day. You can't argue against he's the greatest champion ever in the NBA. Greatest champion. And when you say that you can argue greatest, greatest, not the greatest, there's a reason why you can argue he's greatest, not greatest. Because what he did was greatness personified mm-hmm. every single time. And best champion of all time as well. So rest in power to Bill Russell. And that is how we will close this edition of The Voice and Land Stay tuned to our social media sites on how we're going to operate next week. We'll actually be out at training camp as well. When the show is going to be, we don't know yet, but some things in the works with the Big Play Network, and we want to be a part of that with the Big Play family. So stay tuned to Big Play on Twitter as well as at VTL underscore pod. Until then, for Always Positive, Jay, audio, our producer extraordinaire, I am Kevin Arnold. So happy I get to remind all of you again, don't let anyone ever tell you it's just a game. We truly love you all, 3,000. As our great late friend Mike Allen always used to say, and how I drive my golf carts, all gas, no brakes. We'll see you all next week sometime on The Voice Land and the Big Play Network.